So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Okay, so let me tell you what's going to happen. We're going to go rapid fire. You're going to see 20, whatever the number is, different strategies you can implement in the next 24 hours to two weeks. You're going to pull from the ones that are most meaningful to you. All my coaching members, you're going to end up with two or three and you're gonna operationalize around them. They're gonna become the 2020 new extension of your business so you can grow. So you don't have to do all of them. Don't be wowed by everything. Find the two or three that are right for you, that are right for your market, that are right for your DNA, finding your tribe. Cool? Do I got a yes on that? Then we're gonna take like a 15 minute working break where you're going to go through the first two and a half days, Ken, all the notes from day one, all the notes from day two, three quarters of the way into day three, and you're going to try and synthesize that down to probably no more than 10 ideas. 10 big things, Steve, they're going to move the needle in your business. Then after that, we're going to spend 90 minutes. Okay, look up here. How many of you besides me have at least one totally annoying belief that stops you? Who has at least one? Raise your hands really high. Okay, so that only all of you. So we're going to spend the last 75 minutes, 90 minutes at the most, up until 5.30, and I'm going to walk you through an exercise that helps you extract the limiting belief and instill a new belief, planting a new seed and getting the bullshit out of your head. Who's up for that? Say I. You guys up for that? Say I if you're up for that. I'm talking about how this kid went from I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, I got kicked out of four high schools, I got a GED, to saying, how do I become a billionaire and take over the world? That's a bit of a transformation. And I didn't start a Facebook. You with me? Like, even saying that out loud still at times freaks me out, which means I need to do the work with you. Does that make sense? Like, that shit's real. What you believe is your reality, it's how you show up, and most of you, look at your partner right now and say, your head is a scary place to be. That is not an affirmation, in case you were wondering. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's jump in. Are you guys on the right page? All right. So, first thing, we asked all of our best clients, where do all your listings come from? Here were the top 11 sources. Ready? Take a peek. 
Direct, or direct from past clients, database, right? Working their sphere, geographic farming, agent-to-agent -agent referrals, expireds, open house, converting Zillow, Realtor, Trulia leads, for sale by owners, relocation, just listed and solds, and pay-per-click advertising. So stop and tell your neighbor right now, of those 11, which are you currently not doing? Now, by a raise of hands, how many of you want to be a dominant listing force in your marketplace? Raise your hands really high. All right, so you ready? Get your notepad, your iPad, however you're gonna go. We're gonna go one at a time, no order of importance, 21 different campaigns. So, number one, how many of you send out just sold cards? Say I. Stop it, they're stupid. How about instead, you send a case study of all the details you did that created the sale, so instead of just another sold, it stacks the cool of your marketing expertise, the level of detail you pay attention to in your business. That, I would argue, that, I would argue, is a massive degree of separation. So take a look at this card from our great client, Robert Mack. To highlight it, instead of saying, just sold, 24 Avalon, how did we do it? How did we do it? And then, well, we did some prep and marketing for four weeks. Jay, we did the miscellaneous repairs throughout the home. We painted the entire interior light and bright, an off-white color. We replaced the older worn carpet with brand new light beige. Interior design staged the home to show like a perfect model home, professional photography, custom four-page flyer, blah, 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 direct mail, aggressive pricing strategy to maximize home exposure. Do me a favor, just tell your buddy if that's what we would typically see in your just sold card. Tell your, tell your buddy, just big resounding yes. You're like, he missed like five things that I do. Then he goes on to say, in the same card, sold six offers in five days, Spring. Over 70 people through our open house. 5,000 plus views on Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com. Redfin, designated hot home, over 35 private showings in the first week, six offers received within three days, sold for a record price in five days. That's a little better marketing. What do you guys think? You're gonna sell houses, and you're gonna send 300, 500, 800, 250, whatever it is. Alex, I would argue what you send matters. It matters. He then goes on to say, a home is worth what a buyer is willing to pay for it. The wrong agent and the wrong strategy could cost you thousands of dollars. Call Robert Mack, your North Park Square expert, if you're interested in selling while your home's on the market or you're still, no, hold on, in selling while the market is still in your favor. Who you work with matters. Stolen from Tim Smith. Tim is in the room. He sees that everybody loves it. Request your free home valuation, no strings attached, website, yada, yada. By the way, Robert Mack, are you in the room someplace? Robert, where are you, man? 
currently not in the room. Let's talk about him. All right, he's someplace. I think he was just on a breakout. So, do you guys like that? You're gonna get a copy of that in all of my presentations inside of the app. So tell your buddy, are you gonna implement that, yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? If you answer like this, yes, I know the kind of action you don't take. But if you're like, yeah, that's me, man. I'm doing every time. I just sold two properties while I was here. I'm implementing that. All right, easy one. Yikes campaign. Tell your neighbor how many buyers you have right now that you can't find a property for. Tell your buddy. How many buyers do you have right now you can't find a property for? Lots, right? Love the hair, bro. All right, so check it out. Lisa Doyle, Eileen Rivera, right, one of our long-standing masterminds. Uh, where's Dave? I just saw him a minute ago from Los Feliz, right? The original Yikes piece. Here's the key though, my friends. When you're gonna send what many of us that have been around for a while call the magic buyer letter, the key is you wanna make it as personal as possible. You don't want it showing up in any company brand, any company logo, because that's a marketing piece, might just go in the trash. So if I send it in a hand-dressed, hand-stamped, non-branded, right, or smaller size envelope, that's gonna get a significantly better open rate. Um, many people would argue if you put a birthday cake or a wedding cake there and you have it be a little cream covered and thicker, you're really gonna get everybody to open it. Who's getting married? What are we being invited to? And then they open it up. Dear neighbor, I'm representing a serious buyer who's interested in your home and I'm sure you've seen what's happened with market values. My client's financially qualified, da, 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 da. But the key is, P.S., I've included some of my client reviews and my services and my sales track record from Zillow, and you stack in five, six, eight other pages of reviews and your map, so this thing, Paul, becomes that thick. You want it to be thick. Does that make sense? Now, tell your buddy two things. Have you ever done a yikes piece before, and what's your plan going forward for your buyers? Tell your buddy, go. Okay, so come back to me, let's go to number three. How many of you are on Instagram? Raise your hands and say aye. Now, I know some of you have been like, oh my God, Instagram has been talked about so much this week and I went to this breakout and that breakout, it's overwhelming. Let me show you some easy things that you can do that create engagement and can create clients. Who would like easy engagement and clients from Instagram, say aye. So I'm gonna show you one that a lot of our clients have been using since a year ago. This one's easy, but just a reminder, Instagram has a billion monthly active users. 80% of accounts follow a business on Instagram. That's a very important distinction for you. That when you're contributing, doing interesting things, doing food shows, talking about the market, whatever else, you're gonna have a lot of people following you. And by the way, some of them will be 75 and some will be 15. Do you care? I don't care. 
I've got tons of high school kids that follow me. And you know what? I see them as future coaching clients. Does that make sense? We're going to revolutionize the real estate industry with all these young people coming in. So we know it's there. By the way, there's Neo from last year dancing with me. So here's the first one. The easiest thing to do is go to your stories and create a poll. And in this case, the poll is, are you living in your dream home now? Are you living in your dream home now? Talking about Robert Mack, since he's not in the room, Robert Mack and I were playing golf one day, Shady Canyon over in Irvine, and I want to say we were the fifth or sixth hole, and I said, have you done the Instagram thing yet? He goes, no. I'm like, dude, take one of your listings right now, take the photo of it, let's put it on Instagram, let's add the yes, no poll, are you living in your dream? He's like, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. I'll just get my, my wife to do it, she handles all the marketing. So he calls her, she sets the whole thing up, and instantaneously, he starts getting no, 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 no. Are you living in your, how many of you right now are living in your dream home? You're living in your dream home right now. Raise your hands. 17 of you. How many of you are not living in your dream home? Raise your hands really high. Don't you think most clients would feel the same? And there's nothing threatening about saying yes, no. Then they get, oops, to the next one. Have you had any thoughts of selling your home in 2019 or 2020? Now, you can't do this every month. It would become obnoxious. But to do it once or twice a, you know, a year or something like interest rates just dropped, are you living in your dream home now? Have you thought about make, buying an investment property as an example? Yes, no. Take advantage of timeliness in the market. Don't just make it something that once a month you throw up there. Now, that's an easy one. By the way, you know on Instagram, every person that responds yes or no, you know who they are. How many of you know that? Okay, so you might want to write down, when you do the poll, you can get the list of every person that responded, yes or no. Do you think that would be a valuable list to maybe send a private message to? What do you guys think? Now, some of you will say, but Tom, I have like 43 people following me, and you know, the numbers might show that only 10% would respond, so if 10%, four people, and three said no, and one person said yes, the only thing it would say on that bar is 75% said, I'm not living in my dream home, and 25% said yes. They don't see the number. Then they click to the next one. <laughs> is the seminar over? <laughs> Sam, was it something I said? Oh, there we go. They're back there like, just let's screw with them. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. It doesn't matter if it's difficulties. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, thank you. That was a good face. So check this out. The four people that responded to you, you see the three that said no, you see the one that said yes, you send them a private message, a DM, a direct message inside of Instagram. So glad you're living in your dream home. I'm not shocked. I sold it to you four months ago. If you would have said no, I would have been pissed. 
And they're like, oh, I love you. Thanks so much, Tom. And the other three, you're like, hey, I sold you that house four years ago. What's changed? What's changed? What's happened? Oh, and how many of you are, are seeing how we went from email 91% open rate down to like 20? We saw text messages. You'd send a text and like, hey, man, what are you guys doing? Two seconds later, hey, we're doing this. Okay, cool. You want to meet here? Yeah, okay, let's go. Now I send my wife a text message, and like three hours later, she texts me back. Text has already become, my friends, I'm not saying it's done, but it's lost the sense of urgency. How many of you get what I'm talking about? Say I. So we keep texting, and my wife is a good human being. It's not like she's trying to diss me, right? And I'm guilty of it as well, right? That it used to be, got to respond now. Now I look at my phone, and I've got 273 that I need to respond to. It's kind of become like email. But I get inside DM, like direct messaging in Twitter or in Instagram or in Facebook, and we're right back to that real-time, super-fast conversation. So just pay attention to the trends. Got it, guys? All right, let me show you another one. This is a game-changer. You want to generate more business? You want to reach more people? You want to touch more people? I've been doing this since, I want to say, October, November of last year. It was actually the first time I did it. I was sitting with Jay Abraham, and I said, Jay, you want to see something really cool? Let's, let's test something. He's like, great. And my very first one, we were sitting at Shady Canyon having lunch, and I said, I'm sitting with Jay Abraham, $22 billion in marketing sales. Got a question? Go. And all of a sudden, within a matter of an hour, 75 questions. How do I do this? What do you recommend here? What would you do if you were in this situation, if your marketing budget was that? And I literally turned to Jay and said, this is the first time I've ever done this. If I can figure out a way, I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. Now, I've now answered well over 3,000 questions. Do you have any idea how much insight I learned from that? What do you guys think? Now, some of you are like, oh, God, that's a lot of people you're responding to. Or you might say, what if only like three people ask me a question? How long does it take to talk to three people? Did I have to set out 20 signs and do an open house to do it? You got three people that you could say, you got any questions about housing, home prices, investing in real estate? Got any questions about how the stock market's recent adjustment could impact home values? Were you aware that Easy Knock, Knock, Open Door, Zillow, and everybody else wants to buy a third of all properties on the market? What's your opinion on that? And you engage people in conversation. There's not a direct ask here. I'm just answering questions, and now I know who I need to go deeper with. Does that make sense? Okay, so do me a favor. Pinky promise your buddy right now. Pinky promise. Before I even tell you, just pinky promise. Look, oh, you got a, like a threesome here. This is good. You know, if you just would have started that way, you guys would have all been fine. So ready? Pinky promise your buddy and say, I promise to do this tonight. So what does that mean? 
All you do is go on Instagram. You can unpinky the, yes. Simon says, now let go. My friends, I cannot emphasize enough. I want to talk to people all day long. I want to find out who's interested, who can I help, what's going on. Okay, would it shock you to hear that in the last year, I also have had a few bad days? Would that shock you to hear? And I won't go into the bloody details, but I've had some life situations occur that threw a wrench at myself, my wife, my kids. And you want to know what my savior was? Besides a little prayer and meditation and working out twice a day and trying to get my energy right, Instagram Q&As. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Because I just sit there and get out of my head and pour myself into helping other people. What's the number one rule to be happy? Help other people, right? And my wife would be like, you answer a lot of those questions. And I'm like, yeah, because it gets me out of me and into you know, contribution to helping others. So do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, you pinky promised you have to do that shit. Okay, how many of you would like to know people in your database that would like to buy investment properties? Who would like to know those, who those people are? Raise your hands really high. So why not do this? Here's Coach Ken Tripp. Is it time for you to learn how to invest in real estate? And by the time I got to his story, Kyle, it was at 100% yes. 100% yes. Think about that. I'm gonna show you some numbers for those of us in the US market. If a client bought a house in 2009, 10, or 11, in most cases, the amount of appreciation they have had is so enormous that I would be posting that I'd be writing to him about it. I'd be talking to him about it. And Ken's experience, it blew up. He instantly identified who investors were, and now he can have that conversation. They're self-identifying. That's good marketing. So let's go to the next one. How many of you know the company called Remind? Say I if you know Remind. So I am an investor, and I'm an advisor. I think the world of Leo, the CEO, so Leo and I sit down the very first time. This is three years ago, right? He says to me, like, Steve, take a look at this. I said, what do you guys do? He said, we believe fundamentally the MLS does not give agents enough information or enough business intelligence to make good marketing decisions. So we created software that brings in a thousand other data points mixed with the MLS, and then you can run queries to figure out what you want. So let me give you guys just two of about 50 that he showed me. Here's the first one. Absentee owners in or out of your state. 
absentee owners in or out of your state, meaning they live there or they don't. He said, you know, Tom, you can run a query that literally shows you, see all the yellow ones? Here's all the absentee owners in your area. And then you can convert all of their mailing addresses, the owner, not the house, the owner, all of their mailing addresses so you can mail or call. Now I know other services provide this, but this is a no-brainer. I was just having lunch, Joe Hanauer, Steve Azonian, and we were talking about a new company, and I can't say it yet, but one that we're all kind of bullish on investing in, Chris. I'll tell you about it, you're gonna dig this. And what we were talking about was that right now in the US, who's, in the, who's from America, raise your hands really high, you might wanna write this down, that for the first time ever, there are more individual owners of 100 units, like 100 doors, right now in the US, there are more people that own 100 units than there are institutional investors. So the amount of wealth that has been created. But here's the other thing, Larry, we need to think about. It's how many of those properties have been acquired. Some would argue right now that we're missing about two and a half million properties in the first time buyer market. And guess how many of these properties are currently owned by those two groups? About two and a half million. Five years ago, I said to you, one of the biggest trends is gonna be, Brian, we're gonna go after these big dogs because they're gonna start selling these things off after five years. We just had a conversation about it. Even at a 6% return, because it used to be 13, if I was getting a 6% dividend return on owning 500, 600, 800 of these units as a REIT, any investor in their right mind is gonna take that money, which means they're not gonna sell them. On the flip side, how many duplexes, fourplexes, and triplexes are there in the US, do you know? Right, Andy Dane Carter, who saw Andy Dane Carter's uh, his conversation with you guys, a whole bunch of you. I don't want to miss, was it how many, it was like two million or two and a half million? Do, 10 million, thank you Andy, I knew I was gonna screw up that number. So write this in your notes. How many two, three, and four unit buildings are in my town? How many two, three, four unit buildings are in my town? Is my client Dan Blackwell in the room anywhere? Uh, I like that my personal client, I got you that very special seat. You're welcome, Dan. Earlier, I was talking about this guy. Everybody say, hello, Dan. Right? That's Dan Blackwell, number one in Orange County and probably, I don't know, I, I forget the exact number, in the U.S. for selling 10 to 20 unit buildings for CBRE. He's a commercial real estate broker, personal client of mine, taking over the world. Dan's not gonna wanna go market two, three, four unit buildings. He's going after 10, 20, 30, 40, 80, 100 unit buildings. Nobody is going after the two, three, fours. Nobody's going after it. And guess who they're owned by? Your parents, my parents, me. We bought these things two years ago, five years ago, 30 years ago, and we've been sitting on them forever. Do me a favor, look your buddy right in the eye and say, and you're not marketing to them. At a certain point, my mother inside the room said to herself, I don't want toilets and tenants and all that BS. And on a, like, on a whim, she sold all of her units and started buying shopping centers. Are you gonna go find those people, yes or yes? 
Okay, let's look at the next one. By the way, that's a letter that you should send them. Hi, Mrs. Ferry. I noticed you own several properties here in Southern California. Congratulations. I work with several families and investors looking to help or, you know, helping them acquire properties and do trades. I'm sure you receive hundreds of these a month. They get none. I'm sure you receive hundreds of these a month. To show you I'm serious about creating value for your, my clients, I've included a CMA on each of the property's current values. Take a peek if there's something I can help you with, et cetera, et cetera. I would argue right now, guys, the next great wave like expires has been, our database has been, is right there. Do me a favor, turn to your neighbor and say, don't do it, I got it covered. <laughs> All right. Now this one, if you're not paying attention, watch this, guys. I, I call Leo and I say, what do you think right now is the, like, I know I want to talk about absentee owners, but if there was just one of the 50 things that you guys do, what would be the most important thing we should teach all of our clients? He said, Tom, look at properties that have been owned for 40 plus years that are two stories with no mortgage. Generally speaking, how old might those homeowners be? Right? 75, 80, probably not 14. They've owned it for 40 years, 45 years, and all of a sudden, you see every property in your area that's two-story property, you with me? Owned for 40 plus years and no mortgage. What would you do? Convert them to a separate farm. Direct mail focused on when it's time to sell or downsizing strategies. And then even consider a seminar for them called Seven Mistakes to Avoid When Downsizing. So do me a favor, turn to your buddy and, and just give him a yeah or eh. Just tell your buddy, I don't care. Tell your buddy, give him the visual, yay or nay. Do the visual. I don't care. I'm only at like six. I got a few more to go, let's go. Agent to agent referrals. All my coaching clients say, yo! yo. I hear all the time, oh, I haven't paid for coaching in like five years just the referral business back and forth from each other. So we know you build your list, you share your monthly tips, you visit them one time a year, and those become another source of listing opportunity all the time, easy one. Now, take a look at this one. I just went to Zillow and I said, okay, show me home values from basically 2010 to yesterday. That's what the chart looks like. Now. Should you do a localized chart? 1,000% yes. Should you consider Treasure doing both charts? Here's the national number, here's our number. And I would argue past clients who bought a home from you between 2010 and 2016 have done really well for themselves. What do you guys think? Right? Now again, market by market, Jay, price point by price point in the city could be different. Be strategic, pay attention. Eileen Rivera and I, amazing coach, brilliant marketeer, she said, Tom, all we have to do is call them and say, hey, you were smart enough to buy in 2010. Now the question is, are you smart enough to pull some money out and buy an investment property, or is it time to trade up 
or trade down and take advantage of the equity. That's a no-brainer, right or wrong, guys. And I think that's better in a direct mail piece, in a bomb bomb video, than just a phone call. Because the visual is gonna demonstrate what's happened in the market. But wait, there's more. Steve Harney, by the way, who knows who Steve Harney is, say I. You know, he's here because he loves my wife and they're hanging out and Steve has lost 50 pounds, 50 pounds, yes. The other day he was on a health panel for my wife and they were talking about the changes. But has anybody watched the stock market in the last 72 hours? So I, I text Steve and I said, I know you're talking about leaving on Friday. Could you stay until after lunch and do a quick 20 minute, five to 10 slides? How do we address our clients with the stock market in the US right now? You guys up for that? Okay, that's gonna be tomorrow, right after lunch, 15, 20 minutes, all the slides. So I'm giving you one of those slides now that he gave me two months ago. This slide from NerdWallet. Past clients who bought from you from 2010 to 2016. Send them all a CMA, show them the trends, and include this. More than two in five of those planning to sell in the next 18 months say recent shifts in the housing market have them selling sooner than initially planned. 44%. You know what the expectation is? A wave of sellers. If you're the knowledge broker, if you love your customers, sending them this kind of information, if it's something they're thinking about, is the right move. Tell your buddy, you're gonna do something with this, yes or no? Yes or no? Hey, uh, Robert Mack. Okay, let's go back to the very beginning. Dude, I've been talking about you for the last like 15, 20 minutes. You cool? You good? You, you're shithead. Get out of here. Go, shut up, sit. I wanna talk about you. All right, let's go. All right, you ready? So you're gonna tell your buddy, you're gonna do it, yes or no? Okay, here's the easiest one, you can do it tonight. Email your entire database one of two questions. One of two questions. Are you planning to sell your home in 2019, 2020? That's it. That's the subject line. Don't send anything else. Don't tell them any stories. But if you want, include this. Include that. You could just Google nerd wallet article on 44% of future sellers planning to do it early. Take that article, attach it, and email it to your entire database. You could even say, even if you're not thinking about selling, read this. You with me? Even if you're not thinking about selling, read this. You guys got it? Okay, tell your buddy if you're gonna do it, yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? All right, you guys wanna have some fun? I feel like I haven't talked about video in 38 minutes. You guys do know I want you to do videos, right? Do you guys get the memo? I sent you a fax. 
So check this out. A year ago-ish, talking with a buddy who's kind of hip with all this stuff, we start talking about the next evolution of online advertising. And what we know is Google is still controlling four out of five searches for everything real estate. And we also know that Google owns a little company called YouTube. So if somebody types in homes for sales in Sarnia or duplexes for sale in Sarnia or whatever that keyword search is, a week later they could be on YouTube and we could target any search to show them an ad on YouTube. That's pretty badass, right or wrong, guys. So I wanna show you guys a few videos from one of our great clients, Sean Ryan. So you're gonna target interested prospects on Google through YouTube bumper ads to people who have recently searched for properties in your area. So let's take a look, because they're only like five to six seconds long. Here's the first. I only have six seconds to tell you why you should stop renting and buy a home. So click here. So who do you think's gonna get that ad? Anyone that's looking for rental properties in Sarnia is gonna see that ad. Does that make sense? Here's another one. Hi, Sarnia Lambton. Are you interested in the local real estate market? Maybe thinking about buying or selling? Subscribe to our YouTube channel today. Just an easy one to say, subscribe, right? Click the link, find out more. Here's the last one. Do your kids still live with you, mom and dad? Get them started on buying a home. Click here. I love that one. I would argue that should just be on anything that has the search term grandparents. Okay, so do me a favor. How many of you remember, okay, all my elite clients for a second, four years ago we're in Palm Desert and I have Gary Vaynerchuk spitting fire for 45 minutes or an hour and then he did a bunch of Q&A and David from New York City says, I got a question. You got a hundred grand. What company would you invest in? And he goes, Netflix. And I watched about 1,100 of our clients, Paul, in equal thirds go like this. A third went, oh, Netflix. Oh, I hate that company. A third went, that's a really good idea. I'm gonna highlight it. I'm gonna put a heart next to it. I'm gonna put a little thing here and never do anything. And a third, including me, backstage, start texting their broker, calling their, and I literally went like this. I'm like, Keith, hey, Tom, how much cash do I have in my account? Put it all on Netflix. He's like, well, we just put that on a, uh, a no-go. I was like, yeah, I, I don't care. Put it all on Netflix. Now, Tom, I'm, as, your, as your financial advisor, I'm letting you know that here, but I'm like, oh, I'm actually calling somebody. That's funny. Sorry, I didn't butt dial you, I ear dialed you. And literally, after I basically said to him, look, man, if you don't do it, I'm just gonna fire you. So it's like, do you understand? I gotta go get on stage, so like, do it right now. He's like, begrudgingly, okay. Stock was at 375. Six months later, it was at 700. 700, then it split seven ways. And now it went back to 375. 
Was that a good move? What do you guys think? Okay, do me a favor. Metaphorically, look at your buddy and say, by Netflix. Say it. Now, am I telling you to actually buy Netflix? Or am I telling you, you might want to start running bumper ads today so in 18 months, when the prices go through the roof because everyone is doing it, you were the early arbitrage at pennies on the dollar to attract all those customers. You can wait. I'm sure it's been really good for your business to watch trends hit, everyone make a fortune, and then you jump in. I'm sure that strategy has been really effective for you. Do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, he's talking to you right now. Okay, the next one. Do me a favor, look at your buddy and say, I love expired listings. So you probably saw who was here yesterday for the battle of the belt for expired listings. You saw that. Was that hysterical and powerful? By the way, Timmy Smith, my personal client, said, if you guys do that again next year, I'll put up 10,000 bucks for the winner. That was pretty cool. But then he said, do it again for listing presentation closes and I'll put up another 10 grand. You wanna know why? He's like, I'd spent 20 grand to get all the best closes to kill it in business. You guys think that's crazy. I thought it was brilliant. Now watch this. Carolyn Young, some of you saw her speak this morning in my breakout. This beautiful, you know, 27-year, 28-year veteran in real estate had always done her business the same way, Spring, had only learned one way of doing it, generating referrals. And if you know her story with her children as a single mom, she was able to get her kids through private school. She was able to get her business to like four or $500,000 a year. And she did it for like 12 straight years in a row. But what she could never do is go beyond it. So she signs up for a Tom Ferry seminar. She's sitting in the room, Robert, and there she is. And all of a sudden, you know, you know, Bruce Lee, ha, right? You know, Bill Pipes doing Sales Edge. There's a panel and some guy goes, I just call expireds every day. This is how I do it. I say this, 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 here's my schedule. And she went like this, cost me no money, big addressable market. I can do it tomorrow. I know how to do this. Now, the first year she will say, I went on like this many appointments, got this many listings, made this many sales. And it wasn't month, it was like, was it like an extra $500,000 in income? So it wasn't a lot. I mean, you go from like 450 to a million. I mean, the taxes she's gotta pay now, that sucked. Well, she's in real estate, none of you pay your taxes, right? So it's okay. We're gonna talk about money tomorrow, I'll save that one. So I texted her two weeks ago and I said, can you give me an update? She's like, well, so far in 2019, I've been on 112 expired appointments only. This is not including all of her other sources of business, just 112 from expireds, listed 97, sold 61, but today on stage, she said, I'm at 65 now, because that's two weeks old. She's had 65 sales from one source of business, and we're on August 14th or wherever we're at. Okay, do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, those people need you, please get over yourself and help them. Tell your buddy, you've not said hi to me once. 
All right, you ready? Check this one out. Shh. How many of you have a property you really want to list, they engaged with you or not, and they just won't return your phone call? Who has at least one of those, say I? I would argue sending them one of those little video brochures and doing something like this could be the tipping point that gets you the business. Let's watch another video. Ready? Hi, I'm Tom Ferry with Banana Real Estate. Thanks for taking the time to open up that brochure and watching this quick video. My team and I specialize in marketing properties utilizing the power of video and the most important SEO strategies to get your property in front of the highest number of qualified buyers that are interested in seeing your home. In today's competitive real estate environment, the agent you choose absolutely matters if your desire is to sell your property quickly at the highest possible price with the least amount of stress and what we know is video is the way. So if you've had any thoughts of selling, simply call me today at 949-867-5309. That's 949-867-5309 or visit my website at bananarealestate.com to read more than 275 five-star reviews from raving fan customers. We look forward to the opportunity of working with you. Bam. First of all, my numbers, eight, six, seven, five. Yeah, thank you, okay. All right, let's keep going. Easy one. Nearly two-thirds of all your online leads need to sell before they buy the next one. 33% are first-time buyers, 2% are investors, and 65% have to sell a home before they buy the next one. Tell your buddy how well are you doing converting online leads not into the buyer sale, but into the listing sold. Tell your buddy real fast, go. Come back to me, come back to me. Shh, all right. Who's ready for the absolute one you have to do? Say I. This is the one you have to do. Say to your buddy, you have to do this. Here it is. Geographic farming, listing domination campaign. For my geo farmers in the house, Pay attention, look for the subtleties that you might be missing. For everyone that's starting a new one, here is the plan. Number one, take your entire database, upload it into Google Maps, so you get a sense of where you have influence. Where do you have influence? Where on the island have you sold the most properties? Does that make sense? I would even argue your, sweet, your sphere of influence, where are they? What if all your sales are here on the island, but all of your friends live here? You might be missing an opportunity. Does that make sense? So we want to make sure we're paying attention to where we have influence and a track record. The second one, obviously, where's the annual turnover higher than 6%? Don't go fishing where there are no fish. Make sense? But I love this neighborhood but the one sale a year probably isn't worth it. Number three, how many homes can you effectively manage? 200, 500, 1,000, 10,000? Josh Rubin, 88,000? My client Jay, 88,000? What's your budget? Is it sweat equity at this point? 
knocking on doors, delivering flyers, taking your kid, throwing me in the bucket, knocking on our door, doing your thing, that's okay. Or is it check equity, direct mail, Facebook overlay advertising, geo-targeting, all these other cool things that we would spend money on. And then it's all about planting seeds, cultivating, nurturing, and harvesting. You don't send your first piece and get a come list me call. It's Chinese water torture. Here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am. And then they go, oh, it's you. Make sense? Now, obviously, easy little example of the map. Ideal monthly marketing. Write this down. Obviously, you want to do coming soons and your case study of solds. So every month, a coming soon piece. Every time you've got a new listing. Even if it's a pocket listing, you could say pocket listing and describe it, but maybe not give the address, obviously. You could do your case study solds. You should be doing open house invitations. They should be getting something from you all the time. So they always know you are open for business and doing deals. Market updates every month. Here's what's going on. Here's what's happening. And again, reviews, case studies, the version we would call just solds. More importantly, take a look at this. I would argue that these are the 10 things you need to be focusing on inside of your farm. 10 different things. Obviously, number one, we're gonna do direct mail three pieces a month for four months, then go to two pieces a month until you or they die. In case you're wondering what that meant. So when you're starting a new farm, three pieces a month for four months. And then, William, everybody knows. Then you can go to two pieces a month. Raise your hand if you've ever started a farm and then stopped. Raise your hands really high. I'm not shocked. It was either you picked the wrong farm, you, you forgot about influence and turnover. Where do I have influence? Where is there turnover? Or you thought mailing 11 pieces in one year would work. 11 pieces in a year don't work, unless you send it like 11 in a row week after week. It's about continuity. Remember, remember day one? Frequency, familiarity, that's where relevancy, authenticity, and then trust is earned. So you have to apply the same strategy. Then go back through the list. Door knocking and door drops, mega open houses, Facebook, Zillow Realtor, Trulia, Zillow Make Me Moves, videos on the community, expires old and new, Fizbos, community functions, and non-owner occupies. Stop for a minute and tell your buddy where you may have missed the mark on your geographic farm. Tell your buddy, where might you have missed the mark? If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.